Afternoons on PBAFM 89.7. Oh, yes, thanks for that trip down memory lane again, Harry. It's that time of the afternoon where we get the keys to the kingdom. It's that time of the week, listener, where we take you on a journey of all things important to your local community. That's right, we cover all the things that matter. We cover local sports, and you're with Mick, Mez, and Cam, the silent assassin, that man that knows all the most important buttons to push and fiddle with. And before we get too much into it, I just want to let you guys know, I've got a breaking announcement to make in that uh, the kind management here at PBAFM have given us the keys to the kingdom for next week's show, Rock Hard with Phil and Tish, on 9 o'clock Wednesday night till midnight, and we will cover a little bit more of that later on. But we just want to thank Phil for trusting us with his show. I don't know if you know what you're doing. Bad idea, Phil. Bad idea, but let's have some fun. But anyway... Last week was our last winter season, it, uh, winter season grand final special. And let's be honest, the two parties that Clubhouse uh, at Clubhouse Golden Grove and Modbury have finally subsided. The two parties have just finished and devolved into the inevitable Mad Monday shenanigans. And that's where we are now, folks. Mad Monday or Fun Friday or whatever you want to call it. And one man that certainly calls it like it is is our very own man, Mez. And you were quite busy as always, Mez. Tell us more about your weekend. Great man. Well, a good afternoon, Mick. Good afternoon, Cam and Big V. Yes, we're mentioning you again. Big V. Uh, that would be, I think, the busiest weekend I've had of local sport all year. Nice. Headed up to North Adelaide to watch the under-17 and uh, girls, North Adelaide v Nord, to see our mm-hmm. friend young Amali Innes. Yep. And I'm going to give her a shout-out right at the top of the show. Why not? Because, Well, exactly, why not? She's uh, managed to snare herself uh, a medal Nice on the weekend. So she has won. Now, I've got, I'm working from paper Mm-mm. and a laptop cam, so we're doing the best we can to make sure nothing shuts down. Uh, she won the SANFL Association medal, the under 17 and a half girls, Div 2, Amali Rose Innes first, and I believe that was the very last round she got a best on ground. Oh, nice. Which tipped her over the edge, so well done, Amali. Brilliant stuff, yeah. Amali. Well so done. So very happy with that. And then Saturday, headed out to uh, Richmond Oval. Yep. Or High Sense Stadium, Ooh. I think they call it. Yep. Some kind of sponsorship. Some kind of sponsorship. Yeah. Um, Caught a couple of grand finals there, which we'll talk about uh, after this intro. Yep. Got a few more details there. And then I went to the SANFL grand final on Sunday. Yes. Got some free tickets there because, again, Young Amali was running in the halftime sprint. Right. um, Which we won't talk about, will we, Amali? No. So, yeah, that was my weekend. Busy, busy, busy. Excellent. 89.7 PBA FM. So, straight off the cuff, I think we've got some big news to talk about. Well, the Golden Grove Kookaburras, (laughs) I mean, (laughs) let me tell you, headed out there uh, for both the B-grade and the A-grade grand finals, Yes. unfortunately, was a touch late, hit the uh, South Road car park, Mm -hmm. which held me up, and then parking around the venue was 
horrendous, but managed to get a park, managed to get in, and caught the back end of the second quarter. Yep. And uh, well, the... Well, that's a pretty good time to get there. That's yeah. when it's all starting to happen. Well, I can tell you. We talked last week about my young cousin, Tyler Sparkle, yes, being dead to me for 120 minutes. <laughs> Only 60 minutes now. Well, did the boy light it up? So that game was very, very close, the entire game. And Golden Grove got a little bit of a break. Yep. A little bit of a break over Norwood. Over Norwood, Paynham, Norwood Union. Enter my man, Tyler. And away he went. He's uh, really started to give his direct opponent an absolute toweling up. And that was young Braden Hasek, I believe. And I believe they'd broken even pretty okay. pretty comfortably. But yep. yeah, Tyler managed to snag a ball forward, which just sort of rolled into the post. But then with about or a minute and a half to go... Tyler's just taken that ball. He streamed down the wing, lighting up the grass, scorching the earth, and he has let go with a bomb that sailed through to put Paynham within one point. Jeez, I bet the crowd were going right off at one that point. point. And there was about a minute, probably a minute to go, uh, maybe a minute and a half, and then, of course, the ball went forward again yep. for Paynham. And Golden Grove took a saving mark in the goal square. Oh, a leaping Leo a Barry. A leaping moment. Leo Barry swung it out to the wing. And then one of the players just decided, hey, hold my beer. Uh-huh. I'm going to switch it across the ground to oh. two of their players <laughs> and one of ours. And there was much wailing and gnashing of teeth from the uh, sidelines. But he got away with it. His teammate turned it into a 50-50. Siren goes. Golden Grove win. So well done to the B grade. Bedlam. That was their third or fourth in a row. Could I think have been their third fourth, fourth in a row. Yeah. Uh, as always, I'm well researched. Yep. And then on to the big game. <laughs> well, first of all, before we get too far, yes. Well done to Tyler. Yeah, Tyler I mean, mate. what a cracking day! And he listened to you last week because you were saying that he could have a game where he would be best on ground, but yeah. his team loses. Yeah. Tick, tick. Yeah, I, he didn't get the medal. I don't know who <sighs> did. Um, Come on. Someone from Golden Grove, which I suppose it normally comes from the winning team. Yeah, of course. But it was probably a moment. I've wandered over to the Paynham Huddle with my Golden Grove shirt and yep. give the lad a hug and said, well done, mate. That was, uh, there's no more you could have done today. No, indeed. Um, that certainly wasn't because of you. And then it was exit stage right because I realized what I was wearing and where mm-hmm. I was standing. <laughs> so well done, young man. And then, yeah, then the big game was after that. Yep. And that was no contest. Yeah. No contest. Um, so I don't think I read. So I'll read the score for the B grade first. And that was Golden Grove, 8 10 58 to Paynham's uh, 8 goals, 9 57. Yep. And then, yeah, the A grade wasn't much of a contest, unfortunately. Uh, well, fortunately, because, you know, mm. people always say you want to see a good game. And when you've got a dog in the fight, you don't want to see a good no, game. You just no, want your no, team no. to pulverise the opposition. and You want to be drinking winner's beer for yeah, about that's three what quarter happened. time. That's what happened. So we yeah. had a score there of uh, 10 goals, 13, 73 to Golden Grove to Paynham Norwood Union's uh, two goals, five, 17. So, yeah, it really wasn't much of a game. No, and, and Paynham Norwood Union saved their best for the last quarter because at three-quarter time, the score was... <laughs> 52 to 4. Yeah, no, it's true. And 
you know, best on ground for Golden Grove in that game was Wyatt Patterson. And I'm led to believe that best on ground post-match was Lewis Johnson. Right. So I did get the word there from Kingsley Rouse, the great man. Yep. Uh, that's the only way he'll be referred to on this show. Indeed. And I did press him on that, and he said, Lewis, um, yeah, Lewis had a, had a, a large evening. So, right. Yeah, he they have, have uh, their FUF this Friday. I don't know what that stands for, Cam. Can you enlighten me on that? I've no, don't, don't, no don't enlighten me on that. Um, because we know what that means. And their gala presentation's on the 6th of October at Adelaide Oval. And Wyatt put five between the big sticks, so that's a fair effort in yeah. the grand final. Yeah, he certainly did. And um, as I said, they just, they were doing it easy. It wasn't much of a contest. Yeah. And um, fantastic. Adelaide's Northern Voice, PBA FM 89.7. Now, those Modbury Hawks had four teams in the grand final and, well, C3 Premiers. So, that um, I, I did catch up with uh, Liam, no pressure, Verity, and sure, he uh, actually walked away quite quickly from me um, because the A grade just fell short of the mark. And Liam only had three uh, moments in the uh, grand final. So unfortunately, they lost against Flinders Park. So Flinders Park had the better of them in the uh, major final and the grand final. So that's a bit unfortunate. The reserves, I tried to get uh, Aiden Verity, who was playing in the reserves. And at uh, that time, uh, Aiden walked away as well. Oh, that's harsh, Mick. Both the Aiden boys didn't want to... Both the uh, Verity boys, rather, didn't want to speak to me. So they, uh, Modbury lost their reserves as well. However, the C3s uh, beat Pembroke Old Scholars 82 to 26. Oh, comfortable. Comfortable. So it was a, um, a shellacking. Bo Jarman with three. Uh, but the best players there were Todd Stanton, Jordan Starr, Scott Williams. And I can tell you, like, we live about 5Ks from Modbury, uh, Modbury Oval. Lovely. And we heard them partying. No problem at all. <laughs> so they had a big night and a great year, and they're moving up to Div 2. Congratulations, boys. 89.7 PBA FM. Alrighty, finishing off the season for Modbury Vista. Perfect timing. It was like they finished the season off, especially for this show, because the presentation night for the Senior Football Club at Modbury Vista was held on Saturday night, just gone, last Saturday night. Now, I can tell you from experience that it was quite an awesome night. There was uh, awards, speeches, drinks, uh, personalities, but uh, one man that uh, was trying to influence the vote in the season because of an amount of uh, work done on the field. And one thing that his coach forgot to mention was the stats of, uh, let's say, penalties saved. I'd like to hand you over to the best and fairest runner-up in Division 7, Sassel Premier League. Thank you. Right. So I didn't, on the night I also didn't bring up the stats because I wanted to be 
humble. <laughs> Sing it, Cam. <laughs> Sing it from the mountain tops, Cam. <laughs> Don't be humble, Cam. So it's the first time ever you won't be humble. <laughs> out of the whole season, I had to face ten penalties. How many saved, Cam? Eight. How many saved, Cam? Don't just say. Don't give me this garbage. Eight. Eight. Eight out of ten penalties all year. Well done, well done. And that was the highlight of the night. Um, That, uh, but I tell you what, though, well deserved. Well deserved. Well done, young man. I tell you what, to see eight penalties saved in one year is a rare, rare feat. So well done. No pressure for next year. <laughs> no pressure at all. <laughs> Alrighty, moving over to Central United. Oh, hang on. Before you do that, yes, we do need to mention who was best on ground oh, yes. at the event from the Sassel team. And I would say oh. young Geordie, our A-grade goalkeeper, yeah. who I think at the announcement of every award bellowed, I know that, man. Yeah. Followed with an I love you. Yep. And directly in front of us were a few of the people from Tea Tree Gully Council. <laughs> and I think on each occasion, one of them turned around just to look at him. Yeah. So, Geordie, well done, young man. Now, I have to touch early. And I reckon young Liam Rotano was, uh, uh, I think he was doing his best to catch up. No, I tell so, you. I, I, or was there more? Oh, yes. Um, the close runner-up for best on ground at the presentation night was Travis Dualif. Oh, Travis. Oh, yes. He uh, hit the ground running. Shirt, Travis, I've got to say, too. He hit the ground running when he got there. And by the time we left, I think he'd almost caught up to our man, Geordie. I will say, before any drinks were being served, he comes up to me and he's like, look, I've driven here tonight and I don't really want to have any drinks. So I'm going to be getting some water and... You know, chilling out, and about five minutes after Geordie had arrived, he was almost at Geordie's level. He was I can't hard. see. I'll tell you what, Travis, if you're listening, and I know you are because you should be, mate, you're rocking the bag of fruit in that T-shirt, and <laughs> that combination, I would have thought you would have had to drink just to get over what you were actually wearing. So well done, young man. Well done, indeed. All right, over to you, Mayor's Central United Cricket Club. Okay, Century United Cricket Club. They have got their AFL Grand Final day at the club. The doors open at 11.30 in the a.m. $5 beers all day, so what could go wrong? Mm-hmm. BYO Platters and Nibbles, and their season commences on the 7th of October. So the last bit of pre-season for Century United is a big Grand Final day with $5 beers. Yes, exactly right. Indeed, so para districts cricket competition, uh, it's that's where it's at, and northern districts baseball. Is that me again? That's you again. I'll tell you what. No, I'm just gonna. I have to say it. The mm. run sheet says. I did. I just. You've. I've messed you, my own run sheet up. You've, you've messed your own. You, you've messed up your boy. Your boy was going <laughs> to play a stinger. He didn't play a stinger. You've just run roughshod over the boy like. What are you doing well, to Well, let me rough shot over you then. Um, <laughs> Cam, you can take over Northern Districts Baseball. Oh, that's right. harsh. That's cold. That's cold. <laughs> Go on. So the registrations, on, are now, <laughs> the registrations are now open for Summer Ball. Past Players Day has been announced. It is on the Saturday, November 11th at 12.30pm. And training will resume after the long weekend on the 3rd of October. Tuesday and Thursday, 
to 6pm. Now, just because I'm a man that likes to work with the people, not on top of the people, uh, I will now redistribute this whole shenanigans again. Mer- um, Mez, would you like to tell us all about Paravista, please? No, I'm so. not doing it. Run sheet says Cam. I'm <laughs> not doing it. Go for it, Cam. He's so... I'm not doing it! <laughs> <laughs> the Paradistrict competition starts on the 7th of October. Get in quick if you want to play for some awesome club. Girls receive a full uniform and full equipment is supplied. This is all paid for by the club as they are looking to expand the club. They are a brilliant organisation and if you want to hear more, check out my interview, a.k.a. Mick Shepard's interview, with the club president Scott Brown on an early episode of the podcast. Indeed. This is what this is what happens when chaos ensues. <laughs> Go on, you've got the next one, Mick. Get in early for your Modbury Hawks merchandise, folks, because they're having a pre-season sale on all the Modbury Hawks uh, shirts, playing equipment. Uh, you've got warm-up shirts, training shirts. And I think if you get in quick, you can get your name on the shirt. The club's AGM is on the 30th of October at 7 o'clock. So if you want to be part of the committee, get on board. If you want to work with the club, get out to the AGM. Now, there is an announcement. The club will be closed from Saturday the 30th, which is tomorrow, till the 2nd, which is for some renovation work. So you guys will have to have a sneaky beer at home. And now it's back to me, I believe. Yep. We are doing... See, now I'll speak. Because it says so for here to me, for me to speak. So, Ingle Farm Cricket Club. The last farmer standing results are in. Did we actually establish what that was, well, other than there was beer? I think, well, if there's beer involved, it has to... I think it must have been some kind of fundraiser... Yeah, where I'm, they put money in the hat or something. and well, Money in the hat, keys in the bowl. I don't know, you know how they do it out there, but I've got here thanks to everyone who played their role in making it a successful night for the club. I still don't know what they did, but the winners were. Mm-hmm. And there's even points here. Yeah. So the winners were first, Bill Brand on 187 points. Chris, I can't pronounce your well, last name. Are they points, place, though? Because I don't know they're what not they in are. any order. That is true. They're not in order. I have no idea. Maybe what that's a, the number of their ticket. What am I reading here, honestly? I'm just going to go the second place. <laughs> You've thrown me. Second place is Chris. I'm going to say Boehm. Yep, that'll work. That'll work. Third was Kathy Mobbs. Fourth was Brett Kelly. Fifth was Glenn Mayman. Sixth was Wendy Freer. Seventh was Jaunty and Matt. They don't even get last names. So they've just teamed up too. Oh, hang on. Now, here's my favourite. In eighth place is Tank. Nice. Now, you're not a great club unless you've got a Tank. Yep. So at Mobry Vista, I think next year we will be involved. We need to anoint someone as Tank. Yep. Ninth, Bill Brand. Tenth was Taylor Willamant. Congratulations to all over to you, Mick. Right on. So uh, now we're moving into a very, very serious business and the uh, Sakusa pre-season training for uh, all umpires was on Monday night, just gone. And it was a really good night. You really should have been there. And if you want to uh, umpire in either the Saka competition or the Atkusa competition, which is Adelaide Turf, where Ingle Farm play their cricket in Division 1, uh, hit us up, uh, see Craig Thomas, or if you look us up on the uh, Facebook, book site will put you in the right direction and that is almost 
us all for another week of Mick, Mez and the Silent One. Now, we've got to say thank you to everybody, but a big thank you to the uh, the management team here at PBAFM for giving us the keys to next Wednesday's Rock Hard with Phil and Tish. So they're on a secret assignment in Queensland, I believe, ah. and are unable to do the show. So we're taking over. Now, we're going to be doing the exact opposite of this show, which is 90% music. Yes. 10% talking. Yes. And you will really get to see what kind of music three lunatics can come on board with. We uh, we are going to have little segments. So we might have an Aussie rock segment, a women's in rock segment, a rest in peace segment, all that kind of stuff. So we've put together a song list that will keep you guys and gals entertained and awake till midnight. Yes. And also... Um, I'm talking with Leith Dawes from Hills Flurio Cricket Club up in the hills. Now, Hills Cricket play in the veterans competition okay. in the over 50s. And Leith represented South Australia and then went on to represent Australia in the over 50s World Cup held in South Africa earlier this year. Well and done, he Leith. will uh, yeah, tell us all about it. So I'm recording that podcast soon. Lovely. And that'll be out uh, before too long. Now, that's about it from me. That's about it from him. That's about it from you. Yes. So I will uh, bid you all a fond adieu. And I will too. And uh, goodbye, Mick. And we'll catch you later, Silent Assassin. 89.7 <laughs> PBA FM.